Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eighth day of the 10 days of Tiny Disc. This one's going to be a little different. Instead of talking about video games, guess what? We're talking about movies, films, feature flicks, moving pictures. We're going to talk about the best film of 2017. I'm Robert Scarpinito, joined here by Jack Zapata and Colin Sparling. I have got my tuxedo on. This is our Oscars, gentlemen. Uh, I walked a red carpet. I bought a red carpet, and then I rolled it out for myself out of the car, and here we are. I've got my martini. Pinky's up in the air. Let's hand out some hardware. Let's celebrate movies of 2017. I have popcorn kernels in my teeth. They're real bitch. Can't (laughs) wait to pick them out at the end of this episode. Uh, But let's, let's begin. Colin, do you have any words you want to say before we hit this off? Yeah, my my Seven Eleven double big gulp isn't big enough. It should be a quad gulp. Mm. Where, what are they doing over there? They're not innovating anymore. Seven Eleven, you need to get on Taco Bell's level and get more creative. No, Colin, you know there are no bathroom breaks on this wild ride, right? Like you're yeah, in it. Yeah, you might wanna. Yeah, you might wanna <laughs> hurry up and drink that so you have an empty cup to pee in later. Hey, man, just because <laughs> I drink 128 ounces of Coke, you know, doesn't mean I have to pee at the end. Just 128 ounces, no yeah. biggie. Wow. <laughs> All right, so we have nine nominees here. That's probably the most nominees we've had in any category. Uh, best film. For best film, yeah. And what we're going to do is we have nine, but only one film will walk out as the winner, and two films will walk out as runner-ups. So without further ado, here are your wonderful nominations. It. The Disaster Artist. Blade Runner 2049. Baby Driver. Kimi no Nawa, also known as Your Name. Logan. Get Out. Wonder Woman. And finally, Lady Bird. All right, guys. We're going to just kind of let that marinate for a minute, right? These are some of the best movies of the year. I haven't been to the movie theater this many times in one year in a very, very long time. Granted, I do have movie pass, you know, so that might have something to do with it. But it's cheating a little bit. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. I, I respect that. But I was excited, and, and there were a lot of incredible experiences to be had in movies this year. So uh, without further ado, let me just talk about it real quick. What a film what an achievement we did a spoiler cast on it I, I i don't know what else to really say about it but it definitely deserves a spot on this list one of the most fun times i had in the theater very memorable uh bill skarsgård as pennywise you know uh andy muschietti is directing this one i think he's in talks already or if not has already signed on for the sequel uh but I just I don't really you know can't say anything else other than really knocked it out of the park really blew away my expectations and was genuinely scary and really creepy and really disturbing to me as an adult man in America today I was like oh I was like I was definitely you know scared by this movie so not afraid yeah. to uh, admit that I, I want to I want to commend it too actually for like it isn't scary just because of jump scares but it's just like actually there are those too yeah there are some but it doesn't live off that like most right. cheap horror films do today like it actually yeah. has scary themes it has moments where you're just like fuck I don't want to do that I don't want to be here yeah it, it just genuinely disturbing visuals and it just it takes everything about that primal fear you have as a kid and just turns it up cranks it up to 11 like that this movie I've never it's been such a long time where I've seen a movie that just left such a good impression I just had so much fun seeing it in the theater got such a reaction 
out of me. And th- I, I thought I was about to reach over and grab Robert's hand as we were watching this movie. I was gripping Gross. the armrest pretty damn tight. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and we should say too that we kind of, you know, uh, full disclosure, we kind of had to scramble here like last minute to make sure we watched all these films. So I will say that all three of us have seen every single film on this list. And so we, you know, have have opinions about them, you know. So no, we're not, not just talking about the trilogy. Not, oh, not wait. true. Oh, I haven't what? seen The Disaster Artist. That's the only one I oh, haven't seen. Well, let's talk about that. That's a perfect yeah. segue. <laughs> Let me tell you why you should have seen The Disaster Artist. I thought you did see it, but okay. No, I, I didn't get a chance to. Gotcha. Okay. So James Franco actually pulls off a Tommy Wiseau in the in the regard and a Hideo Kojima by being the director, the producer, and the starring role. I'm surprised he didn't uh, pull out a baton and start uh, conducting music uh, for this film himself. But The Disaster Artist is a film, I don't have to tell you guys, you already know, it's uh, based off of The Room and Tommy Wiseau's exploits uh, and, and paying upwards of $6 million to get the worst movie, one of the worst movies ever made in history, uh, uh, produced and released. And the man spent thousands and thousands of dollars of his own money to uh, keep it in theaters for two weeks so it would be uh, eligible for an Oscar that year. <laughs> and then he also paid uh, thousands upon thousands of dollars to keep a billboard up of his movie for five years, I want to say, <laughs> straight like how many times have you driven driven down the road and seen the same billboard anywhere for five straight years like seriously uh, so the movie i think is very uh it's very inspirational i know that sounds kind of corny man but it really like i had a good feeling about uh, uh coming out of that film and i think it did a great job at replicating uh just the magic and the wonder and the comedy that must have been happening in the minds of everyone around Tommy Wiseau during the production of uh, The Room. And I just think it's a great kind of uh, meta film, right, about about what it takes to make it in Hollywood. And, you know, really paints like an accurate picture, I think, of what it's like to be in Hollywood. Not necessarily like a romanticized version like La La Land. This is like, no, you're actually going to go and get chewed up and spit out. And that's going to be it. You're going to be used and abused. And that's the dark underbelly of Hollywood. And this, this film direct definitely portrays that well and i think what is the m- biggest crowning achievement is just how great of a character actor james franco is in this entire that film. is the highlight yeah Absolutely. and i've heard that he's trying to get nominated or he wanted to do this to try and get nominated and i think the nominations are coming in so i totally agree his performance is what cements this film is you know uh, on our list this year absolutely the next i one- was a ventura like you until i took arrow to knee <laughs> Uh, you're tearing me apart, Colin. So the next film on our nominee list here is Blade Runner 2049. Do you want to tell us about I know that? this. I know this film tears you apart, Robert. Oh, it does. But I absolutely <laughs> adored Blade Runner 2049. Blade Runner 2049 is a sequel to uh, 1983, 84, uh, Harrison Ford, uh, Ridley Scott film, Blade Runner. Um, and wow, did Denis Villeneuve direct a fantastic sequel, a very worthy sequel to the original Blade Runner, everything from the the visual style to the aesthetic of everything to the tone to the themes and the acting, everything was just dead on in this movie. And I see this movie getting nominated for a lot of awards. No, it didn't do very well at the box office, but it was the sequel that Blade Runner deserved and Denis Villeneuve delivered as a fan and, and as a director. And so... Yeah, Blade Runner 2049, man. Great movie. Yeah, what makes it, I think, a strong sequel is that it kind of lives up to the Blade Runner original name and that you can watch the film over and over again and kind of still get new pieces of information and, like, 
it fleshes out the story in a different way you kind of didn't expect, which is something that the original one is touted for, you know? Exactly. It, and that's the thing, though. It, it leaves you thinking. I couldn't stop thinking about this movie after I, I left the theater. There's just it doesn't really give you a definitive ending. It just kind of like leaves you on a kind of melancholic note at the end of the film. And we it just does everything so right. I can't uh, I just want to gush about this movie some more, but I'll save you guys the uh, the uh, whatever. <laughs> I like this film. I like it. Uh, I definitely think it's an artistic achievement. I think it is beautiful. I think it sounds great. I think the script is very strong. I think Denis Villeneuve, Nueve, however you say his name, Villeneuve. Did, did a master uh, class performance here with directing. I just think that there uh, is a bunch of great, great movies here, you know, so not, not to take anything away from Blade Runner, but I think that uh, I would watch it again, all three and a half hours or however long it is. It Jeez. seemed like it took forever, <laughs> but I would watch it again for sure. And I would enjoy it. You know, it is a brutal movie too. like, let that that's not a be funny joke, Jack. What I'm just kidding. I'm just messing. With okay, uh, Tommy was so. I oh I just wish, <laughs> I just wish that uh, I hope I should say not wish, but I hope that there is a sequel because I think to me this is the middle chapter and I need like some resolution at the end. You know, oh I guess we should say. I, we hope, didn't really, I mean, I hope we get a sequel. We didn't really say that out of the top here, but we should like blanket statement like spoilers for all of these movies. <laughs> We didn't really yeah. do that, right? But eleven probably, minutes in, you know, better than nothing. Yeah, a little late here, but spoilers like for all these movies, like we have to talk about yeah. them, we have to deliberate about them. So we're just gonna safe harbor statement here right now. We're gonna be talking about these films in order to right. come to a winner. So and we haven't spoiled much so far, so it's fine. No, 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 we're yeah, you're good. Safe. We're good so far. But but just yeah. just so you know, guys, okay. Mm-hmm. Next on our list, Baby Driver. Baby Driver, man, you know it, it takes a lot for a movie to be so enjoyable to me that I actually go out and buy it. Like on on Blu-ray, and Baby Driver is one of those movies. Regardless of the whole Kevin Spacey thing, it's a fantastic movie. Ansel El- Elgort does a fantastic job playing this crazy stunt driver kid who basically wound up on the uh, the wrong side of the tracks because he a break in or he was trying to jack a car one day and it just turned bad. He got caught and he got caught up in this crime ridden underworld in uh, Georgia and. The film is very charming. It does car chase scenes like I've never seen before, and it's uh, but using all practical effects. So Fast and Furious, eat your heart out. Um, and just I, I even like the romance scenes. Just everything about this movie is really charming, and it's Edgar Wright directing it, so you you know what to expect from an Edgar Wright film at that much. Um, but yeah, just the overarching story. It's a lot of fun. It does it doesn't end the way you think it's going to end. Um, there's a lot of fun twists and turns. Just an overall, it's just a fun movie, and it's a definitely a, a love letter from Edgar Wright. It's a film that he really wanted to do for a long time, but uh, definitely worthy of seeing it. Baby Driver, man. I had the misfortune of seeing this film after the whole Kevin Spacey fallout. Same. So I couldn't watch it the same way if it was before all that. And that line he says about look at like the beautiful balls on that boy or something like that. Like I was like, yeah. whoa, dude. There was that. There was also that line. Uh, I don't like taking candy from a baby. And I was like, um. uh, yeah, there were a lot of lines. And I was like, man, he's way too like chum chum with this young kid in yeah, this film you know baby a, and i was like oh is this a sequel to dirty dancing is this what happens to baby oh my god <laughs> no but i mean but, to, yeah. to put this sh- movie back in a, like good light because it's actually a very great film one of my favorite things about it is uh when i first watched it colin told me like it's really cool how they sync everything up to the soundtrack and at first i was like oh my god that sounds so exhausting like fuck 
And then you just get to the points toward the end of the film where, like, they're syncing up the gunshots to tequila and shit. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, this is actually like really cool. I'm into this. So should we talk about that kind of stuff now or should we wait to deliberate? I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's something I really liked about the film. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next, next on our list here, probably the only, actually the only animated film, uh, Your Name, Kimi no Nawa. Uh, directed here by Makoto Shinkai, one of the like he's been in the anime industry for a long time, but he's never had that big, big powerhouse name like Hayao Miyazaki. But your name kind of changed all that, didn't it? Uh, it came out in Japan originally in 2016, right? But it didn't like have a widespread American Western release until 2017, which is why we were able to put it on our list here. And, it qualifies. It's our podcast. We do what we want. Yeah, we are the authority on all movies as well. Um, <laughs> At all of them fuck you oscars uh <laughs> fuck the oscars yeah is this no. the game awards <laughs> yeah fuck uh, the oscars no i mean there's something really incredibly powerful i think about your name that it kind of transcends the fact that it's anime you know because there are a lot of people who have a lot of you know preconceptions about oh anime is like full of weird shit like does everyone turn blonde or something but yeah, it's all for the plot man it's fine yeah but your name actually has this really relatable story between just two kids who are forced into this weird supernatural body swapping thing, right? But it turns out they're like, they fall in love and they try to meet each other and they throw in like this big twist where it's like, oh fuck, how are they going to fix this? And it's right. just such a, a happy, feel good film at the end because, you know, there are just those moments. Like we did a spoiler cast where we talk about those times where it's like, that moment is what makes your heart sink because you just want something to work out so very well. And not that many films kind of make you feel that way. And I think Kimi no Nawa has like a, it's like a great accomplishment in what yeah. anime and films can do. Yeah, I totally agree with what you just said there. And this is definitely probably the most emotionally affected I have been uh, walking out of a film. And, you know, and that's a year where Star Wars came out, you know, but your name is something that people must see. And like when you watch it and when you really realize what it is, like at least me, I can say, I know you Robert as well. Like the very next thing you want to do is you want to show it to more people. You're yeah. like, look, you got to see this. You have to see this. No. Uh, yeah. And I'm one of those people. Cause Robert was like, Hey man, you really need to see this movie. And I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. I'm already pretty much sold. Like I, I'm into the idea. I love the aesthetic, everything. And I, and after seeing the movie, it, nothing has changed. I want to show it to more people. And the aesthetic, the visuals of the movie, the the powerful story, um, even the the parts of comedy, it, it's just all a very well put together film. Not just an anime animated movie; it's a right. well put together, just a great film. movie. No, I totally right. agree with you. And Becky and I, we are you know throwing a housewarming uh, party with everyone. We do move to our new uh, digs, and uh, she keeps bringing it up. She's like, "Hey, we need to invite people over, and we're gonna watch your name." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "That's what she's like. That's what I want to do." I'm like, "Okay, we'll do yeah, it." No. Great visuals, amazing soundtrack, by the way. Like, this film definitely yeah. deserves to be considered here in this, like, top list of best oh, yeah. films. Oh, yeah. uh, next, the next nominee here, we've got Logan. Huge Jackman's uh, swan song to the Huge wolf- Jackman. <laughs> Huge Jackman. Huge Jacked Man. His <laughs> wow. swan Huge song Man. to the Wolverine character. And also uh, the Xavier character as well, when you think about it. But, Spoiler wow. Show. Yeah, no, this this film is amazing. It's like probably my favorite superhero film because it's not just, you know, like, 
oh no, something big and bad's gonna happen, and we have to save the world. It's origin story, little development for the villain. Here's the villain. Here's the hero to fight the villain at the end. Okay, that's the end of the movie. Bye. Yeah. Instead, you have this established character. Like everyone knows Logan's powers. Everyone knows Xavier's powers, and it's kind of just this very personal story about a guy who just wants to die after living for so long, right? But then he like finds that extra little piece of a reason to like continue living. You know, it's a it's a kind of relatable story in that like, you know, it's like his protege, his kind of child that he wants to give a brighter future, right? That's something that I think is very human, which is ironic coming from mutants, right? Um, right. But just everything about Logan, the way all the actors, uh, you know, like played their roles, the way James Mangold directed every shot. It's just a fantastic film that truly deserves the R rating that all like Ooh, cu- yeah. superhero movies really need, I think. Oh, man. All the gritty reboot. reboot. It's not even a reboot, but all the grittiness of you know, that you would expect in an R rated film, especially like throw in Wolverine, just like how violent the nature of that character has always been. Uh, I don't. I, you know what's like really like disturbing about this film to me more so than let's say because it takes place in the future but more so than let's say like a Blade Runner like Blade Runner is very fanciful and it's very like oh that's like way out in the future but to me Logan is in a world that is so realistic to me and that makes it even scarier I'm like this totally could be like 2049 or 2037 I can't remember when exactly it is in the film that they're depicting but it's just a future that I totally believe we are hurtling towards. And it just makes me like even that more scared and uneasy about it. Cause like, this is how it really could end up. So you're saying there are mutants out there right now? No, no, no. I'm just talking about like the autonomous <laughs> semi trucks and <laughs> you know, just the way the world is, you know, not obviously the mutants like who knows, but yeah, I get not that. Like conspiracy but theorists or if, anything like that. If, if you are a mutant listening to our podcast though, hit me up at Panoptimus P I N O P T I M S T. Just let me know. <laughs> Next on our list of nominees here, we have Jordan Peele's Get Out. What a huge surprise. I heard so many people talking about this movie, and I was like, you know, it just doesn't look that good. I don't know. I don't care. But just I couldn't get over how many times this movie was coming up. Like my friends at work were telling me about it, coworkers, and just podcasts and everything was bringing up. And then it finally came out on HBO. And I was like, all right, finally. I don't have to pay for it, whatever. I'm just going to check it out now. And man, am I so glad that I did. Who knew that Jordan Peele from Keen Peele had straight up horror chops? You know, like this is a great, great film, a completely unexpected outcome. I just, I've never seen a movie like it. It's, it's, I mean, so many adjectives have been used to describe this, but it is genre bending. It is surprising. It has like commentary on race in America. It has commentary on just the state of the world. It's just, but then it's also like incredibly like outlandish and just so weird and strange. And like things happen in this movie that the story unfolds in such a way that I just think it all culminates at the end. And you can't ever, after you realize that, his, I guess spoilers, right? After you realize that his, you guys have seen it, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That his girlfriend is really like the bad guy. They they film the movie in such a way that when you know that the second time you see the film, you see all the clues that she gave to like I'm actually have all these dark intentions, you know, towards this now. Like like when he, I, I remember when he's like, "Does your family know I'm black?" and she goes. No, why would they? Like, yeah, they know he's black. Yeah. Like, she's only bringing black people home. And then when she's uh, seen uh, after it's revealed she's a bad guy, the, the main villain kind of, uh, it's. Uh, I love when they show her, like, browsing the internet and she's, like, searching for, like, NCAA athletes and shit. I'm just like, man, it's fucked up. It's yeah, such a dude. fucked up movie, dude. But I love the experience. I love the ride. 
I it's one of my most memorable and most uh, uh, recommended movies of the year. I am yeah. I'm, I'm high on this movie. I have two things I want to say about it. One, something I just want to share because I did watch it twice, actually. Um, you have to. The second time I saw it, one line that really got me and made me like just physically like, oh, is uh, <laughs> when the dad is showing uh, Daniel Kaluuya's uh, character around. And he's like, yeah. this is the kitchen. You know, mom loved it the way it is. And after she died, we just, you know, we had to keep a little piece of her in here. <laughs> yeah. And they pan the camera to the, the fucking gr- black girl who has the grandma yeah. on her head. I was like, yeah. fuck. That is fucked up. And then That's and he's like, what's in the basement? He's like, oh, nothing. There's just some black mold down there. We seal that up. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, no. it's, it's just such, it's a lot of like little clever writing that it's it true. Totally. rewards you on your second watch through uh yeah. and something else that i find interesting is that at the oscars this is kind of nominated for best comedy because they golden globes golden globes uh something yeah i think so because they they're yeah. calling this a satire which i kind of agree with honestly i mean there's no, some I mean, really funny is. parts the character his friend i can't remember his name but he's suit rob, the, rob yeah he's hilarious yeah. Oh, i he's thought it was hilarious. rob or is it rod or ron i don't know or I don't know. I don't know, Rob. I'm gonna call him Rob, but yeah, dude, he he is my boy throughout the movie. So like, <laughs> the guy's he's hilarious. like the ground. He's like the grounded, real, realistic dude. Like he's like what what carries the movie. Is like this is what would actually happen in a horror movie situation in real life. <laughs> How did you, you find know what me? I mean? T S motherfucking A. <laughs> T S motherfucking A. So, okay. so okay. one of my favorite things to happen on Twitter this year was as a result of this movie. And so the question was like some like screencast or cinema score, or something like that was like, what were your what was your favorite moment in movies of twenty seventeen? And this African American woman responded on Twitter. She said the the last scene in Get Out when the cop pulls up and and all the white people clap and all the black people scream. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Uh, like, so, like it, so, do that. The moment that the the cop car rolls up, you're like, oh, he's fucked. He's gonna get arrested by that same white cop from the beginning of the movie. Okay, and he's done. So like, we're, I want to ask you guys: Did you guys panic? Or were you like, oh, thank God, the cops are here? No, Be I was honest, like, he's the fucked. first time he's fucked. You panicked. Yeah, okay. yeah. The first yeah. time I was like, well. Looks like he's gonna get arrested. Yeah, I yeah. no, I thought he was gonna get killed by that guy. I was like, I was like that in too. horror when I saw the white cop. But apparently, people were clapping in theaters, like, "Yeah, the cops are here." The black people like, "No." <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy. I love that. But, I love that okay, part. So. We've been spending a little bit too much time talking about Get Out, so let's move on to our next nominee here, Wonder Woman. So I just saw Wonder Woman recently, and it, I man, I waited way too long to see this movie. Wonder Woman yeah. is. A fantastic movie just a fantastic movie not a fantastic comic book movie a fantastic movie and that's key because i am not a big comic book guy but after these guys convinced me to go watch it i sat down and watched it and man gal gadot gives a fantastic performance and the the way the movie works is it goes from her origin story which is more like almost greek mythology high fantasy-esque like amazon woman women living on this island um, and talking about, they even bring in the actual like Greek mythology into it with the Greek gods and Zeus and Ares, which I really, really appreciated because that's kind of in my wheelhouse. Um, and then they moved on and basically it turned into a war movie after she got to the rest of the world, which was fucking awesome, by the way. And the part where she, you know, me, Robert, were actually talking about this, where she's like, no, fuck this. I'm not going to let all those pe- innocent people die. And she just runs into no man's land and charges all those guys with the fucking machine guns. I was like, yeah. yeah. This this is the shit. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah that, that's but, actually my favorite part of the film, only because everyone's like, "That's a no man's land." Are you crazy? And then she, like, as a woman, just gets up as like, "Yeah, no man's land. Fuck you," and just like walks in. 
Yeah, but just the the action in that movie, like everything about that movie was great. It, uh, the last battle was kind of iffy for me, but other than that, I thought the whole like the rest of the movie was great, and I thought that twist with Ares was awesome too. Um, and I genuinely was kind of emotional when uh, I forget dude's name now. Chris Pine, uh, like well, his yeah, character. he 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 basically martyrdoms himself. So yeah, yeah. But I, I, what a great movie, man! I very much enjoyed it. I saw the film twice. I will totally watch it again. It was a great film. Uh, it fully deserves probably the best, maybe my favorite superhero movie of the year, maybe. Um, but it is fantastic, and I love that. I I really think that a big part of portraying Wonder Woman correctly um, came stemmed from the fact that a woman was the director and a woman also wrote the film or no there was men sorry there were yeah, there, there were, were some males men yeah. yeah but anyways it was at the it was helmed by a woman i th- really think that the treatment of wonder woman was like perfect pretty much you know throughout so everything you just said colin you know i don't really have much to add but i i just love the i love the film i think that there's a lot of good humor in it and i and i hate to say it but it's like i go into dc movies anymore and i'm like okay how much is this gonna suck not like is this gonna suck but this was an actual quality like straight up movie DC or not Wonder Woman was awesome. Yeah. I I just, I want to congratulate Patty Jenkins on this wonderful thing. And I think something all three of us can agree on that maybe it doesn't win best film of the year, but we can all agree that this is the best DC film of the year for sure. Oh, it's not even close. Yeah. Country mile. Yeah. Um, finally, in our list of nominees, I also just realized that we put both uh, movies with female directors at the end, which totally was not intentional, but there it is. Um, <laughs> Robert lady. was like, oh, we got to put the girls again. No, I'm just kidding. No, no I, did. I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I, Robert, I, you sexist Look, I didn't, no, even, I didn't even think of seeing Lady Bird until like literally two weeks ago. Yeah, I was like, and this list, this, that we're, this list is in no order whatsoever. We're no. just rattling things off, you know, so. But yeah, Lady Bird is our final nominee, directed here by Greta Gerwig and written by her, actually. Wow. Okay. So we've all seen a coming of age story in one way or another, right? But Mm -hmm. Lady Bird may be my favorite one I've seen. And it kind of, to me, almost defines a coming of age story in a way. It's just so good and it's so real. You know, it's not afraid to pull punches. You know, it has scenes, you know, like where they just straight up talk about sex, which is something that would kind of get like taken out of coming of age films but it's like come on she's a fucking teenager of course she's gonna be talking about that right mm-hmm. and you know there's just so many emotional pulls are going on with like uh lady bird's relationship with her parents her wanting to go to like different colleges that aren't you know like really in their wheelhouse when it comes to like funding you know there's just so many different things that every moment i was like there's a moment like that in my life too that i kind of like reminds me of in a way and i don't think i've ever felt that any movie has been as relatable as Lady Bird is. Yeah, as a man, I really related to this film in a lot of ways, you know. And I was surprised by that. I was like, you know, this is a woman. This is a woman's story, but like, I totally was right there with her in so many ways. I've had that conversation with my mom about, okay, what do I have to do just so I never have to talk to you ever again? You know, yeah. like I've had those kind of talks when you know you're an adolescent, you don't know anything, you think you know everything. But I've been there before. I've been like, oh, I hate, you know, I, I hate my situation. I need to get out of it. I need to get far away, far, far, far away. So I totally related with that. And then also the period that this took place in, like during the start of the second Gulf War, right, 2003, like it totally took me back there. And it just spoke to me in so many ways. It used the music. It used so much uh, uh, of uh, the tools uh, in the filmmaking to really craft a great 
great film, a great story overall. And, uh, no, I, I'm glad I saw it. I was not really planning on seeing it. And then just with the giant Rotten Tomatoes score, I was like, oh, I kind of have to see this. And I'm so glad that I did. And I think you saw it multiple times, didn't you, Robert? Yeah, I've seen it twice now. Yeah, yeah I, I'm glad I, I saw, saw it. Yeah, I very much enjoyed the movie. And it's funny that you're talking about like the whole aesthetic thing because I actually leaned over to Robert. I was like, yo, it captures that 2002, 2003 thing For perfectly. Sure. Yes, I was it like, really does. yo, <laughs> like, it, it, I feel like I'm a kid again. I totally um, felt it. Yeah, and uh, man, it was just, I, I love movies like this that are very personal and very just so lifelike. The the way that these movies are directed, it reminded me so much of Manchester by the Sea. I kept telling Robert this. I don't know. Did you ever see that, Jack? Manchester by the Sea? No, I haven't, no. Fantastic movie. You can watch it free with Amazon. Um, oh, nice. And it was nominated for an Oscar, but, and it actually has uh, the kid uh, who plays what's his name robert uh the gay kid the, yeah what's his name oh my god danny yeah danny the kid who plays danny is actually in manchester by the sea so it even likened them closer together but it's like these sort of films where it's it's slice of life almost it, it's literally yeah. like someone just threw a camera on someone's actual life yeah it's a character study yeah exactly and the the acting in these in both this movie and manchester by the sea there it's impeccable like it, mm-hmm. it's not like you're even watching actors on a screen anymore that's not what you're doing you're just looking at someone's yeah. life yeah so a, go, go oh go ahead oh i was just gonna say there there are moments too where like the comedy is just like really great in this film it's not like in your face like haha that was funny right but you know like when you first meet kyle and he's like oh you don't have a cell phone that's cool that's like the way the government tracks us you know i don't really like participating <laughs> in the economy i prefer bartering <laughs> or or like the fucking football coach who becomes the play like director and he's like okay your guys are gonna block here and then eight nine until you're gonna come in loud come in. it's just like how he's yeah. writing and you know just drawing out the football score it's like fucking great man yeah dude every this movie is just has so much charm but it's so grounded in reality and the performances uh most notably when like lady burb's mom has that breakdown in the car leaving the airport dude oh my god yeah. my heart was about to break yeah i was um, gonna say that uh saoirse ronan's performance in this is incredible i she's my favorite personally for uh best female actress right of the year like i can't think of anyone else that really captured a character like this and i love the honesty of the film i love and when i say that i mean like i love how they're not scared to let the protagonist make huge mistakes right like that's part of growing up like you don't like her the whole film like there's she does shit that's really dumb or really stupid and you're like wow you're really kind of an ugly person you know right because these um, are these are normal people right and you she's doing I mean? and she's and it's true to itself so that's what i love about the honesty of of the story and so yeah it's that it's it definitely deserves a spot on this list and it's going to get even harder now because we have to cut some we are going to arrive at a winner again like you said robert just to bring it back up again and we're gonna have two runner-ups and now we have to cut them down to this list of what is it nine nine nominees but there can only be one plus two yes we need to get six of these out of here what do we do? God, this is hard. <laughs> this is like the hardest list I've ever had to cut. I swear. I have an I have an easy cut. Okay. There's only one movie. There's only one movie on here that I dislike, and that movie is Baby Driver. And you I disliked s- it. I disliked it. Yeah. I I I enjoyed where it was trying to go, but I was very fatigued by the time the fourth r- pop rock song came out with the gunshots. 
Like about the fourth one in the film, I was very just tired of it and I was sick of it. Like in a trailer, that's cool. And like maybe one time in a movie, that's cool. But just like over and over and over and over again, it was just like formulaic. It was just like fatiguing. I literally was like, I want this movie to be over so I can go to sleep right now. <laughs> um, but it does do good things. You know, the Kevin Spacey factor is a factor. Uh, but it, it it's an interesting story. Um, I did like the I did like the romance, like you said. I did like the love story part of it. But it's the only film on this list that I I'm not in love with. I guess I shouldn't say I dislike it. Maybe that's harsh. I'm just saying I I, I it's an easy cut for me. I guess from this list of movies. Hmm. Um. I I will regretfully concede to. I mean, I, I'd be willing to cut it. Um, because I don't know if it would be in the top three, right? Um, but man, I really did enjoy this movie. I because I, I just I, I may be a little biased, but I really do enjoy Edgar Wright stuff in general. Like I'm a what huge else Scott, has he Pil- done? Scott Pilgrim, Shaun of the Dead, uh, uh, Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz. Okay, uh, yeah, those all those uh, uh, who, who plays in those movies? I forget. His I love name. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I can yeah, see Scott it now. Pilgrim is like one that. of my favorite. Okay. Yeah, Scott Pilgrim is like one of my favorite movies of all time. So yeah, me too. Okay. Um, I see yeah, that. I, yeah, I, 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 I will, I willingly cut it though. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to go on record and say like it doesn't make my top three either, but it probably wouldn't be my first cut, personally. No, no, but. it's definitely not my first cut. But it's, okay, let's it's, get to uh, that. What are you guys' first it. cuts then? My first. Um, cut. Well, Colin, what's your first cut? Because I think we all I know my first cut. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Might as well just fucking. Cut Blade Runner now, I guess. But oh, you dang! Just, you just want to pull that Band-Aid right now? Come on, let's right make it this slow. moment. I was hoping though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, a little bit longer. Fucking well, I like that movie, dude. I do like that movie. Blade Runner blew my mind in ways I didn't think my mind could be blown personally, but <laughs> it, it did some shit, man. Some shit dude, happens in that film. That's what I'm saying. It it fucking it goes to places that I never thought. Would I'm not be ready to cut to it go. yet. Let's let's let Colin cut yeah, one. It'll it it'll get cut eventually anyway. But oh, man. This is tough, guys. I don't know what you're going to say that I'm not going to get upset about. That's what I'm I'm saying. Any one of these movies, someone's going to fucking put my head on a stage. There's one. one, I see another one that I would cut before. I feel like Jack is primed to like whenever Colin opens his mouth. like, fuck you, Colin. You're not even. Why would you? It's a great list. I mean, there is one. I see one. I'm not going to say it because it's Colin's cut, but I see one that I can see going right now. Is. Okay. What about. What about Wonder Woman? Is it top three material? Oh, list? heck no, dude. That's that is that is in the conversation. I think. I think that is a fantastic movie. I'm strong on. I'm strong on Wonder Woman. I, I she it might be in my top four. Whoa. So, but is it top three though? Maybe I think it's in the conversation, dude. I think it's very, Listen, very, I've, very, very good, dude. I cried. I really in that liked film. Wonder Woman, what? man. I really liked Wonder Woman, but I we gotta cut something. Wait, I'm curious. What part made you cry? A lot of parts, man. You get older, you cry. No, no, I got, but like what? Part, I I can't think of any part in that movie that's like. Aside from well, aside from the part where the dude blows himself up, I don't cry because it's just sad. I cry because shit's just awesome sometimes. Okay, fair. You know okay, I, mean? I, I thought you yeah. were saying like it was a sad cry. Like hmm. no, I mean when the when the dude died, that was sad. Oh yeah, kind of. That you know, self sacrificed the whole thing. But no, I I cried like because some shit was just that awesome. Really. Okay, fair enough. I'm not weeping, but I'm like you know, single tear. Hmm. Okay, so all right, do you want me to put another one up? I feel like I'm cheating here. 
Yeah, just yeah, throw another cut up. Throw, what are, what else? I think Disaster Artists should go. It's a great film. It's a fantastic. Okay, film. I mean, it's, you it's, guys have word on that. I haven't seen yeah, it. It's so. super funny. It's just not gonna be top three. Yeah, okay. I, I think that's an easy cut right now. So James I mean, Franco, like a great character performance. I celebrate this film. I love the room. I love the Disaster Artist. They are per, perfect companions. You know, so definitely go see it. Uh, but cut it. Yeah, I mean, I will say if you haven't seen it yet, you don't need to see the room to like no. appreciate it. Like, I mean, obviously you'll appreciate it way more if you've seen the room, right? But like, it's just an interesting film to watch overall because like, no one really documents how one of the shittiest yet yeah. most cult classic films ever yeah. has come to life, and yeah. James Franco brings it to life to a T. My favorite thing is that in the credits, right? Like, well, like right before the credits, they do this side by side comparison where frame they, by frame, yeah, yeah, where they refilmed some iconic scenes from the room, but like with James and Dave Franco, you know, all the way up to that, you're tearing me apart, Lisa, and just you know all <laughs> of <bad>. that. <laughs> Just they have it all side by side, and it's like, wow, this is fucking great. I love this. You're my favorite customer. Oh, hi, doggy. Yeah. Oh, hi, doggy. Oh, oh, hi. uh, What's his name? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't recognize you. Like, what do you mean? Actually, yeah. Do you remember that part, uh, Jack, where like James Franco was sitting in a chair and he's like looking over his like, oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. And then Greg walks up. Oh, hi, Greg. And I was like, oh, fuck. Did you guys, did I, did I tell you, um, one of the uh, biggest complaints in focus groups that was coming out of the film, did I tell you guys that? Mm-mm. So when they were focus testing this film, people were coming out and they were complaining and the, the most common complaint was that I don't like this movie cause there's no way that this is a true story. Yeah. Okay. I, I remember that. Yeah. And, like, and they didn't believe it was a true story. Like, no, this is an actual true story. So I, that just more, you know, cements it as a, as a legendary film. So yeah. I'm ready to say goodbye to the disaster artist. Uh, but it is, it is so good. So funny. It's a great comedy to watch. And, like seriously. And inspiring, inspiring mm-hmm. really is. All right, Colin, okay. do you want to do it now? Hmm. Um, okay. Another non-top three candidate. Uh, the, the one, you mean? The one that we're all looking at? I mean, wait. The one you're going to cut? Wait, which one are we all looking at? The one that you want to cut, Robert. Oh. Oh, I mean, I assumed that was already cut. I just didn't Oh, see well, let's at least, it. you know, give it goodbyes. Give it its Viking funeral. Well, I'm just going to... Yeah. Like, um, listen, Blade Runner, I, it's not for everybody. I'm just straight no, up. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's weird because like, Colin, you, you're so you're such a puzzle to me because you're like, I don't like high sci fi. I don't like Star Trek. I don't like Star Wars. Blade Runner 2049 is the greatest movie of all time. Maybe <laughs> like I don't understand <laughs> no, no, you. No, no. Well, well, any listen, part of you. I, you I love I Lord of the Rings. So, I, when, I, I, so when they make a Star Wars, that's like Lord of the Rings. I don't like it. Like, I just don't get it. I listen. I, I didn't say like I don't like high fantasy you said you don't Period. like. High I sci-fi. said I, it took me. I took me I, just because I didn't like high high fantasy growing up as much as other kids did. But then I got into it as I got older. Um, I don't know. Just it, it's because Blade Runner isn't really. It is sci-fi, but it's not sci-fi in a sense that Star Wars is sci-fi. You know what I mean? It's it starts. Blade Runner is ve- way smaller in scope. It's not about agree. this huge political thing. I don't agree. I think Blade Runner is one of the most sci-fi movies. In cinema, and I, I really think it, do. A lot of it is actually kind of very political in my eyes, but yeah. so, I mean, hey, man, tomato, tomato. I'm just saying you're a strange cat, dude. Okay, fair enough. But I'm just saying that, like, you know, in when you watch Blade Runner, they're not traveling planet to planet. There's no intergalactic starship battles. 
You know what I mean? And there's no like mass amount of different alien races that you have to keep track of. You know what I mean? And there's you know you like Mass Effect, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> you like okay, Mass I feel Effect. like I feel like this is turning into yeah. less about why Blade Runner shouldn't be here, but more about why Colin's a weirdo. Well, I just wish he was more consistent. <laughs> Wait, well, I was. That's exactly what I was touching upon. Okay, but okay. Um, so Blade Runner, yeah. So Blade Runner twenty forty nine probably one of my favorite films i cannot wait until the blu-ray comes out so i can watch it again and again and again and again um and but that's as many times you can watch it in a day though you only watch it four yeah, times. yeah your playstation is going to break if you have it on that long oh no i just mean it's going to be so long that 24 hours will be up by then <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> and then i'll watch all the lord of the rings and hobbit movies after that how about there you that go. Um, All right, we're gonna say goodbye to this game or this movie. This game, wow, man, yeah. honest with the games. <laughs> we're gonna say we're, I got games on the mind. No, we're gonna cut it now, guys. Say goodbye. Yeah, Blade I mean, Runner. I won't say anything because I think it's been well documented that I am the considering how much Robert hates most, this movie, most negative fan of this. Yeah, it's like I think we're just lucky we got it on this list. Seriously, Thor Yo, Ragnarok's not on this I, list. I fight Thor I Ragnarok's fight not on this list. Spider Man Homecoming is not on this list. So those yeah. are great. I movies mean, too. Thor was Thor really that good though? Yes, I think Spider-Man's yes. better, but yeah, they're both great, and they're not on this list. So let's move on. What yes. now? We're getting down to one, two, three, four, five, six guys. These are some of the best movies of the is, year. Is get is Get Out top three material? Is it? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You think Get Out's top three material? Yes, uh huh, hundred percent. There's no movie ever been made like it in history. It's literally making history. Mm. Uh Whose cut is it? I I think I could I think, cut it. Uh, as much as I look, I love that film. I've seen it four times this year, four times in two weeks. Dude, shit. I love that film. It's so lo- good. It's so do I. I love the film. I love the I, film. I love. I don't just the like f- it. I love the film, but there are five other candidates that I think are much stronger see see no Dude, much i don't stronger. know I, man i don't i don't think i don't think logan i think logan needs to go before it needs to go you personally think so? i like logan i would lot. have to agree i'm sorry i thought honestly i thought it was going to be the movie that we all three of us just agreed upon like that was going to be in the top three somewhere I lo- really? listen all these movies yeah. are fantastic i thought it was going to be one that we would all agree is on the top three right i thought mm. i mean now, i dude I, I i don't really have a bad thing to say to to say about it to be honest I, with you i really don't either i, yeah. I don't even know how it could be better it's I don't know. so I, good dude for me i'd probably cut wonder woman before oh, that hurts Ooh, that's tough i'm ready if it was my cut now i would offer up logan to cut it this time okay then we'll cut logan that's fine is that oh yeah i mean cool. sure you can Colin? both be wrong yeah <laughs> uh, I'm, honestly, I I might I might cut Wonder Woman before Logan. Oh, guys! Look, the way I see it, I think Logan is a much better superhero film because it actually pushes the boundaries of what it means to be a superhero. Whereas Wonder Woman, like, it's a great film. I'm glad that it was directed by a woman and that it handles Wonder Woman so very well. One of the greatest characters in the DC universe. But at the end of the day, it doesn't do anything that's so different that it's like, <sighs> whoa, that happened in a superhero film? Whereas with Logan, like, there are so many scenes where I'm like, that fucking happened in a superhero film? Like, you have this character who's been alive forever, just, like, he dies in one of the most swan song ways possible? But, like, But listen, it's like, Wonder Woman has never, ever been portrayed correctly, in my opinion, ever in cinema history. 
and this is I don't know I just I think this is an achievement and I I honestly I'll tell you the truth too like I'm sort of personally upset that Wonder Woman is not is getting snubbed like left and right in everything and like I feel like it should get some notoriety uh Logan yes I agree with you it's one of the best superheroes I've seen in a very very long time um and it's just showing that there is a market for R-rated superhero movies, and you know, and Wolverine definitely shines in that. It's so, it's so depressing. That film is so depressing and sad and dark that I I hated the feeling of the film, but I appreciated what it did. It was almost like if you guys ever saw No Country for Old Men, it's just like a terrible, dark, dark movie, and like, and then it's over, and it's like, wow, everybody's dead. There like I don't feel for, good at all. No, it was a bad. I mean, but I I love the journey, right? I love everything that movie did. It's just like felt terrible. Where Wonder Woman, I I went through ups and downs, like emotionally, and I don't know. To me, I would cut Logan first. You know, what do you think, Colin? I I am really up on Wonder Woman. So and wait. I think, and like I said before, I think Wonder Woman is in the conversation for top three. My personal so one Wonder Woman is in the conversation for top three. Is in the conversation. I don't think Logan is in the conversation for top three. Most importantly, I guess. So, but what if we cut both, Logan and Wonder Woman? Jack's face just dropped. Jack, are you there? Hello. No, I'm here. <laughs> Jack. Uh, I mean, I Error can see a world. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that in the world. But I love. I really like Wonder Woman. A I lot. Mean, I love the film. Like, trust me. As the DC, as the hereby DC fanboy of this this podcast, I'm so happy that there's one DC film that's good, <laughs> and like I don't have to defend. Yeah. But I do think Logan just does enough differently from most other superhero films that I think I'd prefer to keep it over Wonder Woman. Okay, because it so, shows. Because to me, it's like the common complaint I hear about people who like aren't as into superhero films is that it's like, you know, but how can I relate to them? They're so crazy powerful. And it's like this crazy story. I could never really understand. Whereas with Logan, like sure. Like it's hard to relate to a guy who can like has one, a metal skeleton and two, his bones have claws, but he has this journey where he's one taking care of basically a father figure while also trying to take care of essentially a daughter figure. And those are two very relatable, very human things that you kind of don't expect. And I think it transcends that film beyond just being like, oh, wow, they have superpowers to like, yo, I feel for them. It's human. And it's it's really depressing and sad, actually, to see like how Professor Xavier is and everything. Like just thinking about that movie stresses me out. Let me ask you guys something about Wonder Woman. Okay. Did they just make, did they just take the, this is a question to you both. Did they just take the Marvel formula and apply it to Wonder Woman and like, oh, this is actually a Marvel movie and Wonder Woman. And so it works. Or did they do their own thing in your opinion? Mm. I think, um, oh, go ahead. I, I no. man, I don't know. Cause I, you, in, in one way you could argue that it kind of is formulaic in a way because you know they show the origin story you know they give you the journey all specifically the, way there. the marvel formula is what i'm saying right well i mean they, it's kind of there right because it shows you know the the character as a kid they grow up they <clears throat> leave the the place or whatever and they go off to fight the bad guys and then they fight the big bad bad at the end who's not super developed other than we know who he is you know yeah um, i will say so, there's a lot less funny in it 
I think for the better. Hmm. How many movies also take place in World War One and make that interesting too? I mean, so, Captain America t- took place in World War Two. Yeah, I said made it interesting though. So, got him. <laughs> <laughs> but got him. my my thinking. Okay, the reason I'm asking you this is I'm like, if it's just doing the Marvel formula and applying it to in a Wonder Woman skin, then let's cut it right now. But if it's doing something different, I mean, it took I think liberties. that's a bigger deal. If it is doing, if you guys think it's doing something different, I think that's a bigger deal. I don't think it but, does anything differently enough. Logan, but but the whole Logan as a movie, like take away, you know, Wolverine's superpowers, and you know, it's not even really a superhero movie. Okay, so are we cutting these both? I was, I threw out the idea. I guess. All right. I Sucks. Mean, for, for me, <laughs> Logan is probably in top three. For me. But I don't. I don't see it. No. Being there hey, for Blade Runner's in oh, top three mine. is probably number one for me. But yeah. you know what? We yeah, all gotta I, make sacrifices. We all yeah. know you're wrong. All right, Colin. let's do it. it. I hate seeing Wonder Woman off this list. But mm, okay, we're down to all right, four. Guys, so let's let's yeah let's uh let's say what's left. So it, yeah, let's recap. Your name, Get Out, and Lady Bird. We need to just eliminate one of these guys. Guys, that's really and, hard. For me, it's easier than I thought it would be. If Wonder Woman was here, it'd be a lot harder. But now that we're down to these four, the cutting the last one is easy for me. I am curious to get the temperature of the room, though. I have two I'm deciding between which one I'd cut. That's where I'm sitting at. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be unhappy with any of these three. Like they're all three great movies. They're all fantastic right. movies. Um, man, I think the one I'm most lukewarm about is probably Get Out. And it's not not to take away. It's it's a great movie, and I very very much enjoyed it. Um, and I like the satire. I like the themes that it's going for. I like the ideas in the movies. I like the twists. I like our boy Rob, Rod, whatever his name is. T.S. motherfucking A. You're right. <laughs> but I just, I think, I think having, I think it, your name, and Ladybird would be a very worthy top three. Okay. So to counter you, I think that Ladybird is the easy cut here. Really? Yes. I think I, Ladybird is the easy cut here. I think it's a great movie. I'm not taking anything away from it. It's just did not hit like all three of the other movies hit me at a much deeper level than and Lady Bird hit me a deep level, too. But all three of the other movies are I just will go back to and watch like multiple times. I already have I've already seen it multiple times. I've already seen your name. I don't even know how many times and how many more times I plan to in the future. Get out. Same kind of thing. I will totally watch that multiple times. Lady Bird one and done. And I'm like, well, that was an awesome trip. I never need to see that movie ever again. Uh, I got everything I needed out of the first time out of it. Whereas the other films have such so many layers to them. Um, and so that's why Lady Bird is an easy cut to me. See, that's fair. For mm. me, though, I think Lady Bird is such a powerful story. It's so much compacted into one film that you could show it to any human being alive and they'd feel some kind of way like there aren't that many films that made me want to call my mom after seeing it, but Lady Bird is definitely one of them. 
Right. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you, I don't know if that's like a selling point for me. I'm like, I don't want to feel bad about my mom. But, but I get where you're coming from. I totally understand what you're saying. I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah. But, it's uh, a film that kind of, you know, brings up all of these human emotions at once and kind of throws them at you. It's not a film that's always sad or it's not a film that's always funny. It's a film that has a good mix of both. And it kind of reminds you what's so great about just living life. And it doesn't matter what age you are. You're always going to remember that time in your life that one of the most transitional moments in almost anyone's life, like that time at the end of secondary school to like, what are you going to do after high school? You know, I get you. I get you. I'm just on a different mm. plane here. You know, I I would gladly own and rewatch every one of these four movies except Lady Bird. Like I never need to see it again. It, it was a great trip. I loved it. I'm glad I saw it, but it holds no re you know um, value as far as like oh well, I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray for sure and I'm gonna throw a housewarming party and watch this. You know, like no, it's like. It was it was a great trip, and I'm so glad I took it. It's just it's it's over for me now. You know the the Lady Bird love train is over for me, and the but whereas the other movies, I think are somewhat timeless, and Lady Bird too to a certain extent. I mean these are all great movies. I'm just you know we're we're splitting hairs here now. We're getting down to it. Uh, so that's my vote to cut Lady Bird next. You know, I I think partially why I'm giving trying to give Lady Bird so much love is because I was miffed that. Manchester by the Sea didn't win, you know, some sort of Oscar last year because Manchester it was by the nominated like crazy, and Lady That's Bird will saying. be too. Lady Bird it, is going to get its awards, guys. I don't know, I mean, because Manchester by the Sea, like, is it is a kind of a darker movie. There is comedic beats to it, and it's but it's it's that same slice of life kind of formula, or like where you just feel like you're peering into someone's life, and the acting is just ridiculously believable. But there's some emotional beats in there that just fucking devastate you. Um, unlike this movie where it, it has those moments, but just not, not to a T like that other movie I talked about, but I digress. Um, I, I see where you're coming from, Jack. What, how are you feeling right now, Robert? I think Lady Bird deserves to be in the top three. That's how I feel. Hmm. Man. <laughs> well, we here, found ourselves here, in a predicament, boys. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't imagine a world where Get Out is not in the top three. So, if you guys want to put Lady Bird in, then we're talking about cutting either it or your name, because I just can't imagine a world where Get Out is not in the top three. Hmm. Get Out is is um is very, 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 very high on my list of this of films not even just for this year but like i've been watching films for decades literally like this is one of the most significant films i've seen in a very long time for a lot of reasons not just yeah, and, and plus it's just kind of significant in the in the era that we live in right so it's totally significant i think it, right and i think it achieves so much in filmmaking and dares to go places that no film has even thought is even possible like every movie is a retelling or a research you know they only say there's like oh there's only like what eight stories or something like that that can be retold and repackaged different ways. But I can't think of anything at all that reminds me of get out the way it melds genres, the way it is hilarious, but then also terrifying at the same time. I, I cannot see that getting cut here. So if you do want to have Lady Bird in the top three, as, as far as I can see when we're talking about either cutting your name or it, but I don't see how we cut get out at this point. 
Man, okay. So here's how I'm feeling. Here's how I'm feeling. I am hard. Like, I am dead set on having it in your name in this top three. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. We are we're okay, going to so be sitting here a very long time. <laughs> stalemate <laughs> AF. Wow. Yeah. So, man, okay. Honestly, if I had to compromise. I, I can see and like we said we're splitting fucking we're really splitting we're spi- we're splitting uh, split ends right here guys I hate I hate to and, say it but I almost think sorry to cut you off here but I almost think like maybe we should just cut it and have those three movies in the top three really well what's your favorite okay let's all just say this let's say what your what your favorite movie is on this list oh, and if we have three different favorite ones then that's what the three should be Robert what's your favorite game of these four. Favorite let's, game, let's favorite, uh, game favorite movie Persona Five Dang, is a great. Uh, I'm so sorry. JRPG on the PS4. No, no, no. What is your favorite movie on this list, Robert? It stars the Phantom Thieves, and what is it? Come on. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's a toss-up between Your Name and Lady Bird. Right now, I can't decide between the two. You have to pick one. Well, come back to me. Okay, Colin. Oh, he wants to see what we say. <sighs> what is your favorite movie on this list of these four? Your one favorite. This is like putting a gun to my fucking head, this, bro. Yes, it is, because this, we, this is the like, only way this is going to happen. <laughs> Jack this is the will only kill way it's you happen. if you don't respond. I will fly uh, to Columbus. <laughs> fuck. All right. So You're, we all get one in the top it's, three. It's between, it's between it and your name. You guys are giving me both two. Come the fuck so on. Give, so give us two then, Jack. So you said your name? Because I want to buy both. I want to own so you, both Okay, movies. so you both said your name. Yeah. Okay, well, if I have to pick two... Then it's get out in your name easily. So your name should probably be in the top three. So your name is okay. So your name is locked in for the top three. Uh, I wouldn't lock it in, but I'm just saying we're we're talking about it now, and we all love your name. Could can I just? Here's a thought. I say we just cut it, and then that's it. Here's a thought. We each gave two movies, two video games, if you will. One of them for all three of us was your name, and the other one for all three of us were the other three films. So maybe one winner, three runner-ups? No, it's not interesting. <laughs> I like the fight. Guys, like the we've struggle. been stalemating for the past, I don't know, 20 minutes. No, we got to cut one. <laughs> no. We, we've been, we've, this is, we've come this far, you know? We've gotten through these. We've had some highs and some lows on these 10 days of tightness. So we're going to persevere. Fucking hell. Okay. Um, um, of these, I kind of agree with cutting it. I think it is the, I'm terrible. I, I would much rather have Ladybird cut here, but it seems like the only way it's going to actually be is if it happens. Man, no Unless, love for my boy Pennywise. What do you think, Colin? Do you want to fight for it over Ladybird? Cause I can go there. Well, because I, I so Lady Bird, I mean, you already made the argument yourself, Jack, about how it's like it's a slice of life movie and it it stands strong in what it you know, what it talks about, the, the themes that it hits on and how it's just a slice of life. But I just there's not much rewatchability there and we're just splitting hairs here. But, you know, you watch this movie once, I don't know, maybe again in a few years just to kind of ground yourself back in it. But the thing about it is it is that movie that you can watch several times over and you could probably pick up on new things. And it's definitely a movie that you would put on, uh, you know, at a sleepover or whatever, like kids will put on a sleepover or, you know, you have friends over and, oh, you want to watch it? You know what I mean? I think, I mean, it already had a legacy 
the original movie already had a legacy by the time this one came out. This movie, like years forward, is is probably going to be like we know Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the Thirteenth now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's a cult movie that you always are going to go back to. And I mean, I I just I see it as kind of like a landmark, almost in uh, horror horror movies. And uh, I mean, just getting that eighties feel good uh, friendship movie back. You know, it's. I don't know, man. I have a lot of love for it. I really do. I mean, I can just give up on my fight for Ladybird. Then we can just cut it off the wings. <laughs> Why are you doing? <laughs> if you really believe it, if you if you don't feel I, that strongly about it, then don't I, fight for it. J- Jack, trust me, I believe it. But you two seem to be your leaning on the side of it. That's a two to one vote. Personally, me, I'm. I'm. But at the same time, like. I'm not trying to vote anyone off the island. I'm just trying to figure out, like, that's why my idea was name one movie that you all want. And you guys gave me two still. So, (laughs) like, do you want to go back around the table and name one movie you want in the top three? Because we still have to get a winner, by the way. We're not done. Which one of us gets gets your name, though? I'm taking get out. Well, listen, if none of us say your name, then we're cutting it. Jack? Wait, what? I'm I'm saying Get Out. Get Out is my favorite movie of these four. I mean, mine's probably Your Name. Oh, but Lady Bird's really good too. Your Name is way better than Lady Bird, in my opinion. Your Name is so good. I'm sticking with it. You're sticking with it. So there it is. Your Name. It. Get Out. Is Your Name not your favorite? Is it? You like it over Your Name? You, huh? you can't even fucking compare the two, dude. I know, I know. It's really hard. It's really weird. Okay, that's it, guys. We got all three of us got like one of our favorite movies in the top three. I think that's fair to say, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm okay. I, you know what? I'm good. I'm good with this. Okay, I'm great with this. And what I love about this list of final three is the what you were saying, Colin, the social aspects of these films. They all have huge tales, huge social communal viewing. Uh, aspects is, is a, certainly a strength of all of these movies. Whenever you get out of these movies, the very first thing you want to do is tell people about it and the experience, right? Isn't that fair mm-hmm. to say? Yeah, yeah. That's I what I agree. love. That's yeah. what I love about this list of three. Oh man. Okay, so that's it, Lady Bird. We barely knew ye. You're a great movie. Uh, the top three for uh, nominees for best film from the Tiny Desk Podcast: It, Your Name, and Get Out. So we have to pick a winner. I think and it's I'm your name, isn't it? Here. I'm yeah, I'm thinking it's, it's your name. We, I mean, we already all I, said your name. Yeah, I, I don't I think gonna, there's any reason to make it drag it out any longer. I was going to say, like, wow, is it really going to be your name? Like, that seems to be the one that all three of us can rally around the most. I mean, are we not entertaining it? I can't live in a world where we give the award <laughs> to not your name. Yeah, really? I mean, I'm perfectly happy giving it to your I mean, name. I love it your gives, name. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So it what you want to? Yeah, it gives me all the feels. It you want to entertain feels. the idea of it being film of the year? I don't want to. No, I never did. But wait, you just okay. I was asking you this rhetorical question. Fair. All right. So wait, is Get Out really not even close? No, not even a little bit to me. No, it, really, Get Out does not overtake your name for me. No, uh, for like, me personally. Okay. It's just don't get me wrong. As someone who does have half minority blood in him, like yeah, Get Out speaks a lot of truths about the white folk 
and and how how <laughs> they be white folk. A lot of they truth. Oh these are truths. Truth. Okay. Yeah, and it's very true, right? Like just it's just the way they like. Okay, this is about to get racial. Look, no, no, no. It doesn't have to be it, racial, but I'm saying it's it's at least an accurate portrayal of some of the genuine fears that minorities have about white people. I'm not going to say like, oh, these are truths about white people. I'm just saying these are true portrayals of fear of actual fear that people have over white people sometimes. Yeah, I would and say it, that. It does a stellar job of like, you know, at first it's kind of like, oh, ha ha, very funny. Like Ron's like, man, what did she do? Licking your balls? Why are you going to go home to a white girl's house? And it's like, oh, that's funny because, you know, like it's always weird whenever the white girl brings home a black boyfriend. But then it turns into like, we're going to take your brains out. and We're going to put yeah. an old white man Grandpa in your brain. In there, but you'll still be there. You'll just be a passenger. That's yeah. so terrifying. Yeah. That's one of the that's living hell. So. Wow, guys. All right. This is awesome. I'm somewhat surprised that your name got all the way to the top of this list. It's an animated film. Like, you know, that's it's I that's mean, awesome. I love I'm the not, movie. I cannot I cannot yeah. say enough nice things about that film. Yo, I am not surprised at all. That is like truly my favorite film of the year. For sure. Like, yeah. I Wait, think it, much, I'll, uh, never mind. I'll, I'll ask later. Yeah. Like, it's, why, it's, why was I fighting for Lady Bird? No, I was gonna say then. What's your what's your favorite film of all time? What's your what's your what's your movie? What's what? Your movie? Let's do that later, guys. Come on. Yeah, that's why I, was, that's why I said I'll do it later. <laughs> okay, but. let's do it later. That's it, guys. Your name wins. Congratulations, and also congratulations to Get Out and It. You are our immediate runner ups, and this has been what day eight? You said day eight. <laughs> Of the tiniest podcast. <laughs> yes. This is uh, December 28th, totally. We're recording it on the day of. It's uh, totally yes. live. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yep, totally. No, yeah. guys. We're, yeah, yeah. It's just been a long day of podcasts. That's all. <laughs> mm-hmm. So there we go. Best film of the year, according to the tiny, is Your Name, directed by Makoto Shinkai. Man, that actually makes me really oh. happy that an anime film won this over. When we awesome. have I mean, one one of our pillars of our community, let's say, is very hostile to anything anime, apparently. <laughs> Who's that? Jack, what? what are you <laughs> anytime we bring about? up, anytime we bring up Dragon Ball, you're like, oh, these uh, cucks with their yeah, muscle like bound fighting. Stuff, that's why. Okay, <laughs> but I I think it's cool too that our list we have two movies that we'll never see an Oscar ever. It and Your Name, where Get Out will probably get a bunch of shit, you know. So yeah, I like that too about our list. It's our list, guys. We did it. All our these all these games. Yeah, Wonder that- Woman. I'm you know, I I love you too. All these movies are. Besides Baby Driver, are pretty good. So, wow, Damn. I'm I'm wow, Edgar Wright, eat your uh, heart out. Jack Cepeda hates you. No, 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 no. All right, guys, Whatever. Let's Edgar, wrap Wright, it. Edgar Wright is the man. Let's wrap it up. All right, yeah. So that's been it for us for day eight of the ten days of Tiny Disc. Tune in tomorrow when we live up to our name of being a video game podcast, and we talk about the best video games of the year. You're our lord. 2017. Konnichiwa. That's that's hello. That's hello. Okay. No, that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Sayonara. <laughs> that's a sayonara. That's a bonjour to everyone out there. Sayonara. And, uh, and uh, good night. Good day. Have a fun, fun mush. night, y'all. Mush, oh, mushy. Yes, <laughs> mush, mushy. Mush, <laughs> Bum bum